I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead and joining me as always, my co-host contributor at Mavs.com. The we back boy, the one more thing king. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I'm back. I'm back in Dallas. I'm back. I'm ready for a new Mavs season. I have been without internet for like three or four days. So I mean, the heat, you know, the heat, heat have won. Uh, the, I guess their second game of the series, and I'm just ready for the rest of the finals, you know, and ready for the heat to take it all. I've, <laughs> I, I've just been staying off Twitter and social media these past three or four days. But no joke, I'm uh, I'm happy for Nick, and uh, that's literally it. Nobody else in the world as far as the <laughs> NBA finals because I hate the Lakers. I hate that they won it, and I'm ready for next season. So let's go next season. <laughs> Blissful ignorance Isaac lives in right now. <laughs> what a great place to be. Especially considering, you know, points to everything. Now I will turn my attention to The Bachelorette as uh, my wife and I will watch The Bachelorette and try to figure out uh, all of that. Who's going to win Is there going to be an asterisk next to the, the Bachelorette this year? I don't know. This will, uh, whoever wins The Bachelorette, will uh, it'll mean more than this title does for LeBron. So <laughs> The hate flows through you. Your hatred, it makes you stronger. <laughs> All right, on today's show, Isaac and I are going to be power ranking our title favorites for next year. Just going straight one to 10, who we think is most likely to win the NBA title. So, hey, this is where we stand. This is how we feel. A bunch of stuff could change. We could, you know, guys could get traded, all this kind of stuff. Reagency could happen, but this is where it stands right now. It's our way too early power rankings. So, we're going to do that. Uh, let's get into that but before we do if you're listening for the first time on wfaa thanks so much for joining us you can subscribe to this podcast on apple Podcasts, stitcher spotify google Podcasts. uh the himalaya app is really great we've heard overcast app wherever you get your podcast you can listen to us so go subscribe five days a week we do this podcast we'll do it once a week on wfaa but we're only doing it we're doing it once a week on wfaa but we'll do five days a week still on the actual podcast so subscribe hang out with us Mavericks all offseason. We'll be doing trades, free agency, all that stuff. So we appreciate you guys jumping in and joining us. All right, let's get into it. First, let's get to our five-star Apple Podcast review question. This is a doozy. Uh, If you want to go check it out yourself, go to Apple Podcasts, submit a five-star Apple Podcast review yourself, put a question in it, we will answer as many of them as we can get to. This one is from Kevo from the Velo, or from the VO. Uh, This is a long one, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. Kevo, we appreciate everything that you said about us, everything that you uh, mentioned. He said that you guys have been the background music to my life the past few years, uh, which has been one of the cool things about this podcast. He said, you guys have been with me through college, multiple internships, and my post-graduation life. It's truly wild because in an odd way, you guys have been the only consistent things in my life, which is let's go. absolutely wild. Absolutely wild, uh, Kevo. So thanks for that. His question is about Michael Porter Jr. He said, Leading up to the 2018 draft, he said the, the one player he wanted, maybe even over Luka, was Michael Porter Jr. He just loved him. And then obviously he says he has no regrets now, but is there any way the Mavs could get in on Michael Porter Jr.? What do you think the future is for MPJ in Denver? 
Yeah, I mean, I think this past year for for Denver, that was kind of like their, you know, the card up their sleeve. You know, that that was the the next step for them of what could Michael Porter Jr. be. And I think once he started playing, it was weird because Mike Mike Malone gave him like weird minutes. It was like weird rotation for him. Playoffs hit. You know, I think the bubble uh, definitely helped his stock uh, a lot uh, down in Orlando. And uh, he's been out there playing good basketball. It's just what is his ceiling? And does Denver, I think that's the big decision for Denver. Do they, that's their big piece. I mean, obviously if they want to go chase a Brad Beal, they want to chase any other piece and say, we want to, if they want to go get, that's what separates Denver from somebody like, let's just say Dallas, since we're a Mavericks podcast, they have a Michael Porter Jr. card uh, asset that will help them go get a Brad Beal, will help them go get a Drew Holiday, something like that. So I think that's what they have to decide. Is he good enough to be the third piece now with Jokic and Murray? And if not, do they use him and sacrifice maybe a little bit of the future, but go and try to go get an actual third star for the moment with Jokic and Murray? So uh, will can Dallas get involved with it? I don't think anytime soon because yeah, I think the only time he's going to, the only way he would get traded is for a third star and Dallas isn't Dallas is trying to acquire one. So I don't think uh, he's in the plan that if it ever happened, it's like years down the road, you know, in, in his career possibly. Yeah. Like if somehow he becomes a free agent or if the Mavericks could, you know, trade for him, I, I, I just don't even see that happening anytime soon. So yeah, I, I agree with Isaac there. All right. Again, submit a five star Apple podcast review question. We'll answer yours just like Kebo. All right, 2021 power rankings. Let's get into it. You want to go 10 to 1? Let's do that. And then we'll do our most likely at the end. 10 to 1. Yeah, let's do it. You ready? You ready? 10 to 1. I was waiting for like a confirmation. Well, you you pause, you froze for a little bit on my end. But, uh, but yes, let's do 10 to 1. Let's do this. All right. My number 10, the Philadelphia 76ers. 10th most likely to win the NBA title. Uh, I just feel like there's a lot more teams that have a chance than them. Uh, I feel like basically the bottom five don't really have a chance, but could be in the mix, right? Whoa, bottom five. Dang, that's a mark. Of our top 10. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Yeah, for me, I actually didn't have Philly in mind at all. I just don't know... Obviously, you preface this you know, at the beginning of the pod that you know we're talking about at this moment, and you know we Nick and I can both take this any direction we want to of assuming you know a team's going to do this or assuming let's just say the Lakers. I mean, they have hardly anybody under contract next season except for AD. We you know he's going to come back. You know, obviously after his player option, AD, LeBron, Danny Green. You know, Kuzma after that, it's like how they fill out the rest of the roster. But you assume that they're going to bring some of these guys back and add, you know, another veteran. So there is some assumptions in this. But for me, I, I have the Houston Rockets at 10. And even though that they do have a, uh, a coach that they're about to hire at this point, we're recording this, they don't have a coach. Uh, but there is, yeah, I have them at 10th on my list. What does a full season of small ball look like? I don't know. But yeah, they're 10th for me. Yeah, I I Houston at like my 11, right? If I was going to add, that was like my first team on the bubble because it, it the difference between those two teams is there's a lot of difference, right? I think Harden it can take this team farther than anybody on the Sixers, but the Sixers are in the East. So I gave a couple of teams basically like a three-point advantage, right? You know, a kind of a home field advantage kind of deal because they're in the East and it's a little bit easier to get through the East than the West at this point. So that's the only difference yeah. I had there. So 
I had the 76ers, you had the Houston Rockets. Number nine, another one of my East teams that I gave some advantage, Toronto Raptors. I think coming back, you know, Lowry, Siakam hopefully will be better in his next playoffs. They have a bunch of young guys. Whatever they do with Fred Van Vliet is kind of going to be their big question. Serge Ibaka is kind of a big question for them as well in the offseason. Uh, but I think they'll bring at least Fred Van Vliet, Van Vliet back. They have those young guys. I don't feel great about them making the finals, but better than some of these other teams. Toronto is the team that I debated. They're 11 for me, and I've debated back and forth between them and the Rockets. And I think I'm, in, yeah, I'm intrigued with what they do going forward with their with their front court. Uh, you know, there's rumors Mark Gasol goes overseas. You know, Serge Ibaka free agent. What does he do? And uh, yeah, it's a like Siakam, OG, Van Vliet. Does he get priced out for them? You know, that's what I'm kind of scared for them because I could see a team like Detroit that has a ton of cap space just throwing some crazy massive offer and Messiah maybe not thinking that it's worth it at that point. But anyway, um, for me, this might surprise you a little bit. Um, I have the Milwaukee Bucks at nine. Whoa! I do, I do. Because Nine, it, ninth, that means there's eight teams that are more likely to win the finals for you than the Milwaukee Bucks. Because here's my thing. Everything stops with Giannis. And at this point, what I've seen to this point, I mean, we do. I said before the playoffs even started, I had Miami beating Milwaukee in the second round. I didn't even have Milwaukee going to the Eastern Conference Finals because playoffs is a different brand of basketball I don't like it's great you win a lot of games in the regular season but everything is gonna stop you know stop with Giannis and teams know have tried have figured out how to play him in the finals I mean in the playoffs and if he can't hit the jump shot at the end of the game then they gotta have another guy to do it now what do they do with the rest of the roster? Does Chris Middleton come back? I just think they're they're going to bring the majority of this team back. I think they'll try to you know package Bledsoe and something like that in another deal. Even if they, they get a Chris Paul, will they be better? Yeah, but there's just a couple. There's obviously there's more teams on this that I like more than the Bucks, and I love Giannis. I just I yeah. There's other teams in the East that I have above Milwaukee right now. It's fair, but dang, dang man. That's a that's pretty low for them. There's a, a bunch of teams then you have above them. All right, coming up, we'll get into more of our teams that we think are most likely to win the NBA title next year. We'll get into that coming up. But before we do, Built Bar is the awesome protein bar. It's a protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. Isaac loves them. He pre he reordered them after he got some for free, and that is that's said that's saying something. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're new and improved. They're even more delicious than they were before. They're healthy, low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for a keto diet. For example, you have the coconut almond flavor, 18 grams of protein in one bar, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. Those are incredible numbers. Uh, they're like Luka Doncic numbers, basically, with, with that kind of a bar. Efficient, efficient bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, you'll save 20% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into the rest of our list. Um, I realized I put two teams in one spot. I have the Raptors and the Celtics in the same spot, so I got to give the the Celtics uh, some mention as well. I think I kind of had them both at nine. Because I think that there's the exact same odds, so I guess the Sixers got my extra like spot. So they probably should yeah. be off. The, they should be off this list, I guess, if you did the, the real way. But Celtics are there for me. Another just East team. I I can't see them making any big moves. Gordon Hayward's probably gonna pick up that option. Maybe they'll make a move with him, but 
I see them right there. Uh, I just think that there's te better teams in the East than them right now that are more likely to win than the Celtics, but I put them at the same spot as the Raptors and I guess 76ers. Like all three of those teams are kind of in the same spot for me, but I put them ahead of all ahead of the Rockets because of the East thing. So that's where I yeah. have the, the Celtics. I, I have, I have Boston at eight on my list and you know, I, Obviously, I have them above Milwaukee, and I just think this young core of Tatum and Jalen Brown in this uh, in this new age of basketball. I think having Gordon Hayward back for a, a full season, hopefully, and back uh, what a year and a half removed at that point. Or I don't even know the concept of time after, with COVID now, uh, but hopefully, he's back healthier and back to normal. And they have a ton of draft picks that they can use to move up in the draft to add another solid piece, or they could package those with Gordon Hayward. I just like their team. I thought they played well in the playoffs. And yeah, I mean, I personally over the Celtics, I only have uh, two other uh, Eastern conference teams on my list. So, but yeah. Yeah. I, I have, well, I obviously have the bucks ahead of them, but yeah, I have, I have the other two as well that I think you have. Uh, but right above the Celtics. So I have that conglomerate of three East teams and then my, Next most likely team to win the NBA title, number eight, the Dallas Mavericks. Let's go. Let's go. You have a top five player plus Chris Porzingis, another year together. You have basically the same cast coming back. I think that they can make some moves on the periphery. We've talked about this team, you know, five days a week for the last, I don't know, checking my watch, three years. So we, we know this team. You guys know what we think about this team. But uh, I think they're eighth most likely. I think that there's a couple of West teams ahead of them. A uh, couple of East teams, I think. But, yeah, I think the Mavericks have, have some kind of outside shot next year, basically. No, yeah, I agree. I'm at seven on my list. Uh, I could hear I could hear an argument uh, even higher than this, but that's the thing. It's like when you have – when you look at the top five players in the league and you're like, all right, Isaac, well, you have the Rockets at, you know, at 10 and James Harden is a top, you know, whatever, seven player. Uh, Porzingis has a lot to do with that. I mean – Luka Doncic finished fourth in MVP voting this past year. Uh, you just look at the jump from 33 wins, you know, up to, you know, 43. If they played, you know, the rest of the regular season, uh, if COVID never happened, do they hit 50 wins? Possibly. Uh, they were, they made this huge jump to the playoffs. They were the seventh seed. What, you know, what's the next step up for them? And I think that's the step. I think they do something along the edges as far as roster wise using the MLE. Do they try to make some trades a little bit? They're not going to cut into the 2021 cat space. I don't think that. Uh, but I think they'll naturally be better because Luke will be better. I expect a, uh, a load management plan for Porzingis that will enable him to be better next season. So yeah, I mean, it's not just a bias thing. I, I think a lot of national people are all about the Mavericks, you know, next year and honestly moving forward for the next five to eight years. Yeah, if we were biased, we would have them over a couple more teams, I think, <laughs> that we have on this yeah. list. But the fact that we have them th this spot, I feel pretty good about uh, the Mavericks at this spot. My next team at number seven is the Denver Nuggets. I think they're they're right up there. I have some West teams ahead of them. Uh, I have them ahead of the the Mavericks because they proved that they can you know they beat that Clippers team when the Mavericks couldn't. I think that that shows a lot. I think a lot is going to depend on what Jamal Murray can bring to them next year, right? Uh, man, if he can be the player that he was in the bubble, and if that's just not an aberration, then you're talking about a team that can go toe to toe, right? That can go head to toe with any of these teams basically and and show them what's up. Um, they were without Will Barton too, which I don't think that we can say enough. They were basically without one of their starters during the bubble. And so that probably would have made a difference against the, you know, the Lakers, maybe not enough to beat them, but would have made a difference. And so I put the nuggets up here at number seven. Yeah. I had the nuggets at six. Um, uh, we're kind of following the same type of path here a little bit, but High I think five. they took, 
they they took the leap and you know that this is what I was wanting for them. If the even if they did if they didn't make a pass the second round, I think I would still feel the same about them. But the Jamal Murray leap, if we you know a while back we did a podcast on what players helped uh, helped or hurt their reputation the most, basically um, their stock in the bubble, and Jamal Murray was number one hands down of helping his stock and his reputation, and he's elevated himself uh, to a top whatever. 25 player in the league however far you want to put him up there but uh and they have pieces i think that's important too they've they've built continuity there and that's what you know teams like dallas uh are trying to build with their pieces you look what denver's doing as far as the continuity but they also have the pieces to go get a third star kind of what we talked about at the beginning of this podcast with michael porter jr and so they have the core and it's just a matter of if they cash in on their depth and other pieces to get a third star or not. But yeah, I have to put them over the Mavericks. They've just got accomplished a little bit more in Dallas at this point. Yeah, and I think that they this is the first team on the list, I think, that could really make a move that could change you know, their yeah. projection, I think. I don't think any of the other teams we mentioned, Houston, the Sixers, Raptors, Celtics... Um, even the Bucks, I don't think could make a you know a move that would change their their ranking for me very much. Um, no. But I think the Nuggets could. The Nuggets could make a move like that. Bradley F- Philly, I would I would say Philly's a little bit would be the team out of that that'd be very intriguing for me. Yeah, just, I don't think they will. just because of if yeah if they switch that up and they trade one of Simmons or Embiid, that could alter that for me. But anyway, it could alter it in the wrong way too. <laughs> I think very that, true. Who yeah. knows what's going on with that team? Uh, all right, number six, I have the Bucks. This is where I have them. So we're really only two spots, right? Two or three spots difference. Um, so you just have a couple of those. You just basically I have, have the, the Bucks at nine. Yeah. So you basically just have the the Nuggets and the Mavericks uh, in you know ahead of them instead of you know what and I have. C- and Celtics, but and the Celtics. Uh, but yeah, Bucks at six. I think that there's five teams that have a better chance to win the title next year. The Bucks will still probably. If we did this power rankings and we said who will be the best regular season team again, I probably would have the Bucks number one again. I think they're going to come back yeah. with, a, with a vengeance. I think they're going to do the same thing they did last year, unless they make a huge move, which I don't really see a lot of big moves. We talked about yes, the Chris Paul thing yesterday. I had Ryland Styles from Locked On Thunder on, and we talked about the whole Chris Paul thing, and he says. I think it could be good for them, but I don't think it's going to really change them. Like, I don't think it's going to really elevate them to the point that they really want. Maybe it will, but uh, I have five teams ahead of the Bucks. You have more, but I have five teams ahead of the Bucks that I think are, you know, more equipped to win the, the title than them. And until Giannis proves it, I think this is where they're going to be. It's just kind of, yeah. you know, it's kind of where it is. Plus, the East is not getting any easier, right? You have the Celtics above them, the Raptors right there, the Sixers could make a move. Those are pretty tough teams. Uh, and they didn't match up well with, you know, the Heat. I have obviously have the Heat ahead of them. I have uh, another East team that we'll talk about in a minute ahead of them. That they're come, they're kind of going to come out of nowhere next year, and that's going to be tougher. I mean, it's just going to be harder to get through the East next year. They, they, the Bucks really like missed their chance. I think that this past year, I think this was the best chance they had. You know, to get yeah. there. all right. Number five. Oh, we viewed on your number six. Yeah, yeah. Denver's at number six for me. I said all everything about the Bucks earlier. Number five for me, I have a Miami Heat, and uh, same. Yeah, I'm at five. I don't think they you know do anything drastic this summer because they're kind of in the same uh, boat as Dallas, and they want to be in the. Do anything Dragic next summer? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
they want to be in the running for Giannis. So they're, I don't see them swinging for anything big. They'll probably bring their guys back on one-year deals. And uh, they're probably going to be the definition of just run it back. Let's let's run this thing back. Let's uh, get our, you know, Tyler Heroes and Bams and these guys of the world. Let's, let's just keep growing them and uh, make our pitch to the free agents in 2021. So, and with where they went this year, if they run it back, and the young guys are still progressing and get better. I got to have them still up there. So, uh, yeah, I, I have them at five. Yeah, I have the Heat at the exact same place. They have the Dragic thing. Uh, they have a couple of unrestricted free agents that are big for them. Dragic and Crowder, I think, are the two biggest ones. They're unrestricted. So they can re-sign them. They have the space to do it. They have their cap holds. You know, they're going to be able to do it if they want to. But they have to make decisions on those guys. Uh uh, Myers Leonard and Derek Jones Jr. are also unrestricted free agents. I don't think they matter as much. They didn't play basically at all in the finals or in the conference finals. They also are going to have some cap space this summer if they want it. Kelly Olynyk has a $13 million player option that he could turn down. And if he does to go somewhere else, get a longer term deal or whatever, they could have some cap space to work with this summer. So they could add a piece as well to that core if they decide you know if Kelly Olenek decides to move they decide not to bring some of these other guys back so they could they can make some kind of move I don't think it'll be a big move but they can make a move to change this as well but I have them at five I have four other teams I think they're more likely to win the title and we'll talk about those four teams for both of us I think they're the same teams I think that we have the exact same four teams we'll figure out what order they are and which team is most likely to win the title and uh, we'll figure out how we disagree because I know that we definitely do we'll talk about that coming up but before we do, Isaac Harris, how often do you use excuses like, I just had a long day at work, or I'm just not feeling it, or it isn't easy to talk about you know, erectile dysfunction with people, but with Roman, it makes it so easy to discuss and treat ED. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Get started by going to roman.com. GetRoman.com slash locked on. GetRoman.com slash locked on and do and complete an online visit. And you'll get to talk to somebody that actually knows what they're talking about. A doctor that knows things. We bring doctors on to talk about sports injuries. You get a doctor to talk to you about erectile dysfunction. It's hard to talk about, but now there's Roman. You can talk with somebody. Go to GetRoman.com slash locked on. Get up to $50 off your first month of ED treatment, a free online visit, and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash locked on for up to $50 off your first month of ED treatment. GetRoman.com slash locked on. All right, Isaac Harris. Our four teams most likely to win the title. We already agreed that the Heat are our number five team. We basically agree with the top five teams we don't have them in the same order i guarantee uh number four golden state warriors they're coming back man they will be back with a vengeance i think these guys have all been sitting out they've been rehabbing and resting and they've been chomping at the bit i think trying to uh, figure out how they're going to come back the reason why i have them four and not any higher even though this is the team with the most championship experience among the you know these top four teams is they don't really have anything. <laughs> they have Clay, they have Curry, Draymond, they have this number two pick that they can move, and then they have Wiggins, and then they have nothing else, right? Like their supporting cast is just not the same that it was when they were making all these runs. What the, the Lakers have to the title? I would take all the Lakers guys over all these Warriors guys. Name name one guy you would take over like Caruso okay. or Danny well, yeah, Green. Yeah, after or- you just after you just won it, but it's like. The Rondos, Javels, Dwight Howards. I mean, we were wondering if Dwight was going to... I'm like, they like made the name for themselves, and they're vets. I mean, they have their name, yeah. their pedigree in the past, but it's like, 
that I think the I think the Warriors could add guys like that to their team too. But anyway, anyway, you can keep going. They I'll could. save my Warriors rant for for when they could. The, the problem is they're already at like 140 million dollars in in caps, you know, in salary cap already. So they're really limited in what they can do. They have that number two pick they can make a move with, but who's your rotation? I mean, you have to add some kind of vets to this team. The difference between the Lakers guys and these, you know, Warriors guys is like the Warriors guys are like. Eric Paschal, like Jordan Poole, like, you know, Kevon Looney, who has been, you know, he's he's played in big games, but I don't know if I trust all those guys. Andrew Wiggins, I don't know if I trust him in big moments at all. What are they going to do with him? Maybe they make, you know, maybe they make a game plan that helps optimize him, and that would be a game changer for them if he becomes a player. But all of a sudden you're saying you're, um, all of a sudden you're saying that your finals lineup is like Curry, Clay, Draymond. Awesome. That's great. Those guys are awesome. And then Wiggins, right? Like, Hey, know. if the Lakers can trust Kyle Kuzma, I think Golden State can try to you know trust Andrew Wiggins a little bit. Yeah, you're so. not trusting Kyle Kuzma to close out games, right? They they didn't even Lakers didn't even do that. They brought him in for like you know 18 minutes or something like that, 20 minutes. But to trust Andrew Wiggins for probably 40 minutes, which is what you're gonna probably have to do with this team, I I don't know about that. I, I have questions. They can make a move though. They have that number two pick. They could definitely make a move and bring in another rotation player. Uh, and there's not gonna be a lot of ring chasers that they're just going to get like they used to, right? They used to get all these guys that would just come on and, you know, ring chase, but we'll see. Uh, I, I have them top four though. It's not like I'm not giving them respect. I just think that the three teams are higher than them. Yeah. I'll save my warriors uh, rant or, I mean, should I just do it now since we're on it or, or what? Where do you have them? Or who do you have at four? The Lakers. Okay. I'll just save it then. Um, I have the Clippers at four. Wow. Did you not have them on this list at all? No, no, no I have them on the list. We have the same top four. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, um, so I struggled with the Clippers one. I did, even putting them at four. I almost put Miami above them. I almost put Denver above them. I just think there's a lot of unknown. We don't know who the head coach is. We know they're going to change up some things. If they go into this offseason and bring everyone back with a new coach, I could see it. If they go into this offseason and let Montrez Harrell go and trade Lou Williams and you know try to bring some other guys, I could see that too. So I think there's changes that's going to happen. I don't think they bring back the exact roster. I don't know who the coach is. But for me, it just comes down to you know there's a ceiling and floor for teams. And when you have Kawhi Leonard, who I still agree, who I, I mean I still think is the best overall player in the NBA uh, outside you know Kevin Durant, whatever. I still think when you have Kawhi Leonard and even Paul George, I know he took a, his his stock took a shot in the bubble. I think when you have those two guys, your floor is not very low. Uh, I know they got put out. I get all that, but all that considered, I still think that they have to be somewhat high on this list. Yeah, I have them higher than you. Uh, I'll get to them when we get to them. Uh, number three, I have the Brooklyn Nets. This is the East team that's going to kind of come out of nowhere, quote unquote. I think ever, they're the sleeping giant everyone's waiting for. Uh, Kevin Durant's going to come back. He's He had that Achilles injury. Someone on, actually, uh, the guys on Lockdown Nets brought up a really good point about Durant and Achilles injuries. We've had, we you know, you mentioned all these guys like, oh, Wes Matthews had an Achilles. He said, uh, I think DeMarcus Cousins they mentioned. But the one player that I think is a good comp for KD is Brianna Stewart of the Seattle Storm. She came back from an Achilles injury and she was finals MVP this past year in the WNBA. I think that's a, a good comp for him and some hope that he'll come back as the exact same player because she did. Um, she's a little bit younger than him, you know, obviously shorter than him, but I think that's a good comp in the, in the she's six, four, she's six, four and he's seven foot. So, but KD, Kyrie, Dinwiddie, Levert, Jared Allen, uh, DeAndre Jordan, Torian Prince, De- Zanin Musa and uh, Rodion's Kuruks are all 
guaranteed next year. Like they're all coming back and I'm so interested to see how that whole lineup works, how they, you know, what their rotation is, what Steve Nash does, you know, if they're going to listen to him going into, uh, apparently KD and Kyrie picked him. So they have to listen to him. Right. But yeah, that'll be interesting. Joe Harrison, unrestricted free agent for them. It'd be interesting to see what they do with him, but I have the Nets at three. Yeah, I have them at three also. I think everything what you said, kind of the similar thing with the Clippers, when you have guys like Kevin Durant, um, Durant, Kawhi, LeBron, however you want to rank them as best players in the league when they're all healthy. Uh, he's right there, Durant. And when you have Durant and Kyrie, your floor is very high. I think the biggest thing for them, I think even bigger than Steve Nash, is do they sacrifice their depth for a third star or do they bring all those guys back? It's Karis LeBron. They already said Karis LeBron's their third he's not, star. Sorry, he's not a third star. But... Do they keep all those guys or do they cash in with, you know, two or three of those guys to get, go get a, a third person? I'll be curious what they do with that. I th- I'd bet that they go out and get a third person. But either way, when you have Durant, Kyrie in the Eastern Conference, yeah, they're right there for me at the top. Yeah. Uh, all right. Number two, that's where I have the Clippers. I think just like you, I think that, um, you know, they just, they still have, I picked the Clippers to win the title last year. I just think that they have such a high floor with, with these guys. And I think that, They'll probably take that second round out personal, right? Like they'll probably take that really personal in how they went out. I am interested to see what they do with Montres Harrell. Marcus Morris is another free agent for them, unrestricted. We'll see if they bring him back. They probably will, but uh, we'll see what happens with him. They used him a lot, a lot, a lot. And Mavs fans know how much they used Marcus Morris and how much uh, he probably should have got suspended. But uh, other players that are free agents, uh, Jamichael Green is a player option. Patrick Patterson's unrestricted. Reggie Jackson's unrestricted. Obviously, Montrez Harrell is a, is a huge one to see what they do with him. I'm interested to see if they make any panicky type moves, right? If they, if Lawrence Frank decides that, man, like we need to, to make a huge move because it didn't seem like Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams really worked in the finals, right? They kind of got pretty exposed by both the Mavericks and the Nuggets. So it'll be interesting to see, but I have them at number two. Uh, at the two, I have uh, your guys. I have the Lakers at number two because I have Golden State To be honest, one. I'm surprised you have them that high. You, you personally. I'm glad that you were able to put your uh, Laker hater colored glasses down just for a minute. I had to. I mean, they, they did uh, win the title, so I have to have them up there. And they're bringing back those two guys again. But here's my thing with Golden State. They're bringing back the, that big three with, with Steph and Clay and Draymond. They're still all around, you know, anywhere from 30 to 32, all of them. I get the Clay ACL thing, but we're talking about the culture. We're talking about Steve Kerr. They've won... You know, all their titles that we've talked about, they're more motivated than ever. Yeah, they have the Andrew Wiggins thing, but they have the number two overall pick thing too. And that's just, I mean, it's begging for them to go get another piece. And I push back on the pieces just a little bit because going back to the Lakers thing, it's all about who your best players are. And they had LeBron and Anthony Davis, and we're looking at Alex Caruso. We're looking at a pickup of Marquise Morris. Solid I know, but I'm, but I'm saying like these guys are all on super cheap deals. Like Caruso, Marquise Morris was a pickup. Dwight Howard, Rondo. These guys are logging big minutes for a team that just won a title. So that's why I, I do want to push back on that of saying – they can go out and get these guys too on these super cheap deals. They don't care to pay the tax. They're win now mode. They they don't care about doing that. So 
yeah, I don't, I don't care about the surrounding pieces on it because they do have the number two overall pick to go do things. They can add pieces, whether it's waivers and these vets. They, Did you the say vets add will waiters? Come. I don't know if they're. I don't know if adding waivers, waiters is going to be. I think I think players will still want to come and play for that culture, play for Steve Kerr, surround Draymond, Clay, and Steph. Uh, for me, it, yeah, I started when I made my list. I started with Golden State up top because they're bringing everybody back. This is uh, this juggernaut of a team, and it's crazy. This is somewhat I know it's not the same type of draft as the Tim Duncan one but this is kind of similar to the Spurs to, for me in the late 90s of you they get this number two overall pick and there's no Duncan but it gives you a lot of opportunities to improve your team so there's Golden not a State's Duncan there. but there is a, there is a James Wiseman there is a LaMelo ball <laughs> <laughs> oh man there you go that's who we have uh, our top five the, the Lakers number one I think defending champions I think they they have room to to improve Avery Bradley hopefully will play for them next year he has a player option they have a bunch of dudes on player options though that are kind of big Avery Bradley KCP Rondo a player option uh, Markeith Morris Dwight Howard Deion Waiters all unrestricted free agents uh, they have the full you know mid-level exception they can do something with they, they'll probably get some ring chasers as well but that's the thing how many ring chasers are there that are going to actually make a difference between the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nets, and the Warriors, right? Or even the Heat, they might get some as well. Be really interesting to see who decides to go where and which, you know, there's going to be some kind of crazy bidding war, which they'll be like, all right, we'll give you the, the full veteran, you know, minimum, but we'll also do this and do this. And there's probably going to be some yeah. weird, like, ring chaser tampering this year. But that's who we have, guys. We appreciate you listening to the podcast again. You're watching on WFAA. I'm surprised you watched this entire thing, but listen to us on the podcast. Subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, all that stuff. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. Boom.